Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, IDP Army. Everything about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, and we are back, back again, with another episode of the IDP Army podcast, where, of course, we are talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. back again another team another day cleveland browns today idp army you know we got a lot of cleveland browns fans and we got a lot of happy cleveland browns fans not bitter not bitter hopeful you know so that's a good one to have hope it's an important one to have when you have hope there's possibility and this team's got a lot of possibilities okay 2020 season 11 and 5 record steven kevin stefanski comes in coach of the year Right out of the gates, um, you know, brings in Austin Hooper, one of their big, uh, one of the big reasons they kind of started doing the more twelve personnel, with the two tight ends, uh, Hunter Harrison Bryant, a little bit of a sleeper pick for me, but I, I digress. I go too far ahead. Um, while you're listening, go do me a favor, go on iTunes, rate us five stars, review us positively. 
It'll help influence um, more people to listen to our show, to learn more about fantasy football, to start playing IDP, which is what we want, because IDP fantasy football is the whole game. There's no reason. There's no reason not to play fantasy football with both sides of the game team. You know, you watch both sides. When you watch an offensive snap, you're watching a defensive snap. Wouldn't you like to get some points off of that? Wouldn't you like that to matter? And it can for your fantasy team if you play IDP fantasy football. So spread the word, like, subscribe, leave a comment, you know, join the IDP army, join our Patreon. Um, and every little bit helps, guys, and we appreciate it. We really do. So Anyway, back to the, the Cleveland Browns. Notable draft picks and free agents for 2021. They added Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa, uh, middle linebacker, which they needed some linebacker help. Troy Hill they added, one of the better corners. They took him from the Rams. John Johnson, they poached him from the Rams as well. So they got a couple of really good Rams players off that Rams team. Uh, Anthony Schwartz comes in as a late-round pick. They also added Anthony Walker, another middle linebacker, on a cheap deal. He's leaving the Colts, comes to them. So there, there's definitely something to be to – be, Something, something stirring on this team. This is a team that had a good defense last year, and I just named off to you four guys who are could all be slotted to start, uh, meaning they're going to be better options than what was there last year. Um, interesting note, I was listening to Flying Coach today with Peter Schrager and Sean McVay, and they got a question about, you know, who are, uh, one of the, somebody asked Sean, you know, who are some former players that you think could go seamlessly from being players to coaches just because of the way that they understand the game of football? And one of the players that Sean McVay mentioned, which he only mentioned three or four, was John Johnson. He said that's one of the guys that the way he understands and the way he sees football, and he said it's, he could easily he, – he has so much knowledge, he said he could be a coach seamlessly. So good that's something you want to hear, Cleveland, Cleveland fans out there. You, you know you love that. So we did have some losses on this team. We lost Olivier Vernon. We lost Sheldon Richardson off that defensive line. You guys also added Jadavion Clowney. So there are some shifts, but for the most part, I think it's a net positive across the board, offense and defense. And then head coach, obviously, Stefanski proved his worth two years ago with Minnesota as uh, the play caller, the OC, and improved his worth this last year immediately with a Cleveland's Brown team that has um, been in purgatory for quite a while. So let's talk about this offense, and let's just start with the quarterback position, as we always do. Baker Mayfield. Uh, underdog ADP right now is 153, quarterback 20. So there's not a lot of people building uh, Odo Beckham, uh, Baker Mayfield stacks out there. Fantasy Pros consensus rankings, quarterback 18. That seems fair for Baker. Um, you know, this team didn't really favor the, the, the pass. You know, they were much more of a run-first team, a very efficient team, running the ball as well with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Two of, if not two of the best backs in the whole NFL. Um, people are quick to forget Kareem Hunt came in as a rookie and led the league in rushing, um, which was, you know, a feat in and of itself. And he's the second guy on this team right now. And he's still super young. Um, so, you know, they, they're obviously a run first team, but Baker's going to throw some touchdowns. They, like I said, they added Austin Hooper last year who did miss some time in 2020. Uh, he's going to be back this year at full, at full strength. So there's another red zone option for Baker. And you will remember they did have some of those really bad early uh, season weather games. So Baker wasn't able to throw quite as much. I mean, they were kind of forced to run, but they were also so good at running that their whole game plan and the way they played football last year revolved around the run. In Dynasty, I think Baker right now is somebody you can get 
um, you know, cheap, cheaper than you probably should be able to, given how young he is and, you know, the upside that he really probably does possess. Um, his, his wide receivers are a little bit interesting, to say the least. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, both LSU stars. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, we're quick to forget he did just come off of a 1,000-yard uh, season the year before with, with, uh, with Baker. But it wasn't a flashy 1,000. You know, I mean, it was 1,035 yards, only four touchdowns. Um, it was good to see him get a full season of health in. But it wasn't anything that you're really – Riding home about, I guess what you would say. So the hopes were high this year, but um, we saw OBJ in seven games, only 43 uh, targets, only 23 receptions in seven games, and that accumulated him 319 yards. Now, I know he did throw a touchdown, so he got some passing yards in there. I know he did have a long rush or two that may have ended in a touchdown as well. So he did have a few kind of gadgety plays early in the season to help buoy his overall score. But I mean, I want my alpha wide receiver, which is what people have talked about him being since coming into the league in which he was at one point. I want him to score his points the way alpha wide receivers do. And it's catching the ball downfield and in the end zone. OBJ doesn't do that. Um, He hasn't done that in a while. So do what you will with OBJ as your personal preference. Uh, Right now, his, Wide receiver rank or ADP rather on underdog is wide receiver 28. Fantasy Pro has him ranked as wide receiver consensus 24. I mean, that's fair to me. That's fair, but I don't want him. I don't, I don't, I don't see any upside with OBJ. Um, and that's just me just being completely honest with you. There are guys you can get in that area with upside. I don't think OBJ has upside anymore. Um, he's kind of in that, you know, Doug Baldwin, you know, Tyler Boyd mold of player now who yeah he's good but it's not I don't know if it's going to pan out the way we, we we want it to and it started out Jarvis Landry similar story ADP right now wide receiver 46 fantasy pros wide receiver 41 I'm not really sure why people are so off of Jarvis you know his game and OBJ's game are not super dissimilar necessarily um, and Jarvis actually stays healthy and plays like all the time so I don't really know why his ADP is so much lower than his. If I had to pick between these two, and I have on the dynasty teams where I have a Browns wide receiver, it is Jarvis Landry. I have him on one or two teams. Um, not saying you should do that, but I'm saying if you want to pick one, I'm not trusting OBJ. Even at his suppressed cost, it's still too high for me. That's just me personally. You're an OBJ guy. Go for it. Rashad Higgins is a late-round flyer, ADP 22-24, wide receiver 95. Um, fantasy pros rank wide receiver 94. So that, that checks out. And then you want super deep flyer Donovan people's Jones, which as an end of your bench stash in dynasty, I'm, I'm honestly really into Donovan people Jones. I don't really have much of him, but I'm into him. Like, so if anyone's out there in my dynasty leagues, want to shoot me some offers over. If you have him ADP right now on underdog 245 wide receiver 105. And then fantasy pros rank is also one five, which is curious, but we'll take it. So, I think none of these guys are really going to get super high because we can't really project any real volume to this team. You know, I mean, because they're a run first team. Um, Baker's more of a, you know, he's, he's a pocket passer, but they have such good running backs. They just, they're just going to keep focusing on that, I think. And that's just the way it's gone. And, you know, with, with the tight ends they have as well, they're going to block and run first and foremost. And as long as that's successful, there's no reason to put the ball into Baker's hands more than you need to. Um, I heard a stat uh, from on Flying Coach from Sean McVay. He 
to like 80% of turnovers happen on passing downs. So it's like, if you don't have to, you know, when you're passing the ball, he's like, if you can run instead of pass, he's like, you're already putting yourself in a safer, in a safer sort of mentality. So um, for better or worse. So if you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, why wouldn't you just give them the ball again? You saw it work last year. Browns had a winning season, 11-5. They almost beat my Chiefs. Almost. Couldn't do it, though. So when we come back, we will talk about the running backs. We will talk about the tight ends. We'll talk about this defense. Then we will get you out here, IDP Army. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns. And quickly, I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly. So you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. All right, we're back, IDP Army. Appreciate you guys that are over there in the index or in the Patreon. Tell a friend, you know, tell somebody about the Patreon. Tell somebody about the Discord. Tell somebody about the index. Let's get more people playing IDP fantasy football. Let's push that forward. Um, go check out the website as well if you guys want to check out my draft, like redraft draft rankings. Um, yeah, all right, let's get to it. Let's talk about these tight ends. Austin Hooper right now. Going as tight end, <clears throat> sorry, ADP tight end twenty four in underdog, uh, fantasy pros tight end nineteen. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this about Austin Hooper, that is stupidly low. All right, like stupid negligent low. This guy had seventy targets last year, okay, and he missed three games with a, like a meniscus tear. He had surgery. Came down with forty six, four hundred and thirty five yards. And four touchdowns. Um, he's gonna eat guys and gals. Like he should be, he should be a top 12 consensus tight end, in my opinion. Um, the year before he had an amazing season, he was getting drafted as a top 12 tight end. Um, you know, and it just he missed a couple of games, he didn't get quite as many touchdowns as you wanted him to, and then people are just off of him. Tight end 19 is negligence. All right, take advantage of this. I have like 90 something percent exposure to him in best ball because he's like almost always available as the last pick as my second tight end. And I am supremely confident that he's going to finish as a top 12 tight end in this system that Stefanski runs. So that being said, David Njoku, I'm like not in on David Njoku anymore. The dynasty community loved him a few years back. He's super athletic and he does flash occasionally, but he just, he just doesn't, pull it all together the way that they want him to similar to OJ Howard situation where 
I can just see him slowly just getting more and more phased out. You know, maybe he'll go somewhere else and be in a better situation. He might be end up being a Darren Waller situation where two or three years from now, he's on a different team and we're talking about it completely differently. But right now I'm, I'm, I'm out on, I'm on out on him. Tight end 42 on underdog fantasy pros 39. He's undraftable. Don't fuck with him. Um, now this is a guy that this is a sleeper and this is a dynasty pick, but if you are in dynasty and he's on your waivers, go get him. Harrison Bryant. I'm going to say this just publicly on the record. This is my opinion. But when I watch Harrison Bryant play football, just as a guy who's sitting here doing this, not as some scout, not as some talent evaluator, not as some, you know, I'm just a guy who watches football. He looks fucking awesome to me. Like when I see him, I see shades of Travis Kelsey. And people are going to probably go, like, oh, you're fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Maybe I am. But when I watch him play, he looks like that. The way he's the way his body moves, the way he's smoothly coming in and out of his route, the way he's using his hands, he's attacking the ball sometimes. I know people say Travis Kelsey has really soft hands, and he does, but he also goes after the ball with those soft hands. And you can see shades of that in Harrison Bryant's game. Do yourself a favor. Go watch some Harrison Bryant highlights. I know it's highlights on YouTube or whatever. Just go watch them, you know, for a guy that there, there's upside there. So I want to be on record saying this because I feel like we have a breakout candidate legitimately on our on our hands uh, as a guy that could be kind of like a, a like a Kittle situation where he was drafted late and nobody really knew nothing about him. And boom, here he is. He's a top three dynasty tight end. Um, ADP 43, tight end rank on fantasy pros 43. I'm not saying go kill somebody for this guy. I'm not saying go sell everything you have for him, but if you can get him on the end of a bench, I would rather have him on the end of my bench now than later. That's my suggestion to you. All right. There's not much talk about these running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb is going to handle most of the rushing work on the first couple of downs. He's not going to get a lot of passes. We already know that, but he's an incredible pure runner. Um, I was listening to my boys on the Hustle Pod. Uh, the FF Hustle Pod, Dwayne McFarland said he has him projected at five yards a carry this season. And he said that's like what he's projecting. I mean, that's not as high in projecting for him. That's what he's projecting. So, I mean, and he said I, he doesn't do that. And I, I, there's no reason not to. Nick Chubb is that good. This offensive line is that good. Um, he wears people down. And then Kareem Hunt's going to come in and finish him off. He's going to get some passing down work. This is a great tandem. I want one of two of these guys. I want. I want both these guys on my team. They're hard to get, honestly. Um, I traded my only Nick Chubb share for Saquon Barkley, and then Saquon got hurt, so I had to do some finagling. So I don't have Nick Chubb anymore on any of my dynasty teams. It's very sad. I do have a couple of Kareem Hunt shares, and I, he's a, you can start him every single week. That, what else do you want from a running back? You're running back two. So Nick Chubb, ADP right now is running back 26. That's too low. Fantasy pros rank 23, too low in my opinion. These are PPR. Uh, fantasy pros rankings are PPR. Underdog ADP is half PPR. Um, and the Nick Chubb is running back seven fantasy pros and running back nine on underdog. So Kareem Hunt is the better value. Um, they're both great running backs. All right, let's get to this defense. And let's just go ahead and talk about Miles Garrett, because everybody loves Miles Garrett. Okay. He's defensive end. He's on my defensive end rankings. He's a little bit lower if you go on the website. Um, and the reason for that is just that he is not big on the auxiliary stats um, throughout his career. He does not put up massive um, impact plays. 
He has 12, 22, 14, and 18. And you say, yeah, he's in abbreviated seasons. But let's compare that to his league, his uh, stable mate, Jadavian Clowney, the last three, four years. 29, 22, 19. And Jadavian Clowney is not a guy you think of as being overly disruptive, but he's had more disruptive plays than Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's better at getting the actual sacks. Yes, and he's better at getting the pressures. This is true. But that's because he pins his ears back and he really focuses on getting the quarterback. He does not have a very uh, illustrious resume of other uh, other other skills. Pass deflections are fairly low for a defensive end. Um, six, like, you know, I'm not saying that's like super low, but that's not high for an IDP defensive end. Tackles for loss, he's barely, you know, getting he's he's averaging basically 10 a, 10 a year. That's not super elite numbers from a defensive end. 10 this last year, 11 the year before, 12 the year before. His job is to live in the backfield. Meanwhile, I go over here to Roquan Smith. He had 18 this year. He had 18. So I just, you know, for a guy who's odds on favorite with uh with uh Aaron Donald to win defensive player of the year. So much of that is coming off of the brand equity of the team, the brand equity of Miles Garrett, because he is an attractive man, a physical specimen. And in our industry, that's what guys do is they look at other dudes with their shirts off and they ogle them and we, we rank them and we rate them and we judge them. And it's really cool. So he's going to be he's going to I have him lower. I have his defensive in seven. That's probably going to catch some heat. I don't care. OK. He's got to do more than get, you know, 45 tackles and 10 sacks, you know, and he just doesn't offer a lot of the auxiliary stats. So at me, fight me. I don't care. Um, other side of him, Jadavian Clowney, defensive end 21 for me right now. I think he's being undervalued because he's usually not getting home for the sacks. But again, if you go to the index and you look at his profile over the last couple of years, even though the sacks aren't there, he's been so disruptive with forced fumbles, with tackles for a loss, with batting passes. Um, you know, his forced fumbles the last couple of years, one last year, four the year before, uh, pass deflections, four and three. So he had seven pass deflections the last two years, of which he only played, started eight, 19 games last year. That's more than Miles Garrett has in his whole career. So you just have to look at the repertoire of weapons players have and say, how can they score points? Um, tackle wise, too, he's a little bit lower, but again, these have been abbreviated seasons, but you go back to 17, 18. Uh, 16 he's going over and close to 50 every season something miles garrett has yet to achieve in his career again from an idp lens you have to look at the production in the stat sheet you can't just look at pressures so while i believe miles garrett is a better player i think that we could live in a world where a these are both top 15 defensive line players in 2021 but we could also be living in a world where Clowning, the smaller name, um, has a better season than Miles Garrett, similar to Montez Sweat, you know, in 2020, this last year, having a better season for IDP fantasy football than Chase Young, the higher premium player. So that's your arbitrage play for the defensive line there. Guys, we're already at 20 minutes and I still have like three positions left. So this one's going to run a little bit long. So bear with me. I'm sorry. I want to give you guys as much good information though as I can. Um, like I said, John Johnson, we'll come back to him. I right now have him as my defensive back eight on the year. <clears throat> um, you know, he, he he's a notoriously a good coverage player. He's a good uh, a, you know, line of scrimmage player. Um, and he's a really, really solid tackler. Um, and he's a great leader. So 
you know, the Browns adding him to the middle of that field, they paid him a decent bit of money, 105 tackles this last year, eight pass deflections. They're going to get a lot out of John Johnson. Uh, it would not surprise me one bit if he wore the green dot for this team this year as the defensive leader uh, over Anthony Walker, who may or may not stay out there for third downs. And I don't think they're going to trust it with the rookie. So it would not surprise me if John Johnson ends up kind of being the leader of this defense. Like I said, right now, defensive back eight. Um, I'm expecting a good year from him. Ronnie Harrison, a bit of a sleeper defensive uh, defensive back here, because I know a lot of people are going to be high on Grant Delpit. Um, Ronnie Harrison has a good draft pedigree, ugh, draft pedigree coming out of Alabama, which has a long history of very high quality IDP fantasy football safeties. Um, get my hat straightened out. We got uh, you know you got Landon Collins. You have um, oh uh, Xavier McKinney just came out. Make um, Fitzpatrick, Ronnie Harrison himself. So. He 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 has a pretty high per snap impact play number. Uh, something that I look at when I see trying to look for kind of like a breakout ish player. Uh, the last three years, eight, sixteen, and eleven doesn't sound like a lot, but from the defensive back position, those are good numbers. And then when you really look at it a little bit deeper, and he's a guy he only started fourteen, he only played fourteen games in two thousand nineteen, and only played seven games this last year. So those just okay numbers when you put them on a per game or a per snap basis are actually really good. So if Ronnie Harrison could get, you know, a completely full and healthy season playing on this really, really good. And what I think is going to be a very disruptive defense, forcing a lot of turnovers probably um, and putting some teams in some awkward positions. I, I think there's something to be had here. So if you're in a deeper, if you're in a league where, you know, you want to punt your defensive back position and take a, you know, kind of, Take somebody that has top 12, top 15 upside, but you're not going to have to pay anywhere close to that price for him. Ronnie Harrison's a great play. Um, Yeah, my final thoughts here, really. Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb are both going to need new deals this year uh, or after this year. So they're going to be playing hard. Um, I think this could be a this is going to be a very exciting season for the Cleveland Browns, both the organization and the fans. I'm really excited to see what they do. I think their defense is outstanding. A lot of top-notch IDP players here. Um, and offensively, you know, like I said, it's not one that I'm really looking to target their wide receivers. I love their running backs. And and Baker's cheaper than he probably should be right now. Um, you know, as a, as a low-end quarterback, too, he does have the upside to throw quite a few touchdowns. Um, so don't sleep on the Browns this year. And until next time, IDP Army, when we come back, um, rate us, review us, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know what else to do there. And then I think next time, who we got next show? Bears, Browns, Bengals. Um, maybe it's the Cowboys. It's Cowboys or Colts. So I don't know. Anyway, till next time, y'all. Switching it up, and you living it up, you ain't getting enough.